What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined for the first time in 2022 by my co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. Welcome to 2002, Jay. 22. Hey, I, right. I, can't, I, I don't know why I thought we did a podcast before. What, what is this? The, yeah, it is the first one. Mm-hmm. Thank it you is. for welcoming me. Absolutely. Amen. This is the Black Health Academy, your first stop to avoid chronic disease and avoidable lifestyle conditions. Um, here at the Black Health Academy, our mission is to eliminate chronic health challenges by instituting and helping our students understand the power of whole food plant-based nutrition, making sure they get back in the driver's seat of their health by becoming their own health advocates. And if you need a little of that in your life, please visit www.theblackhealthacademy.com to join over 1,200 individuals who are striving to live a more optimal life this year in 2022 and beyond. Um, Listen, Jay, a lot going on in 2022, um, but I got a little plant-based news. Okay. Okay. A little plant-based news. It's official. KFC said we throw in our hat in the plant-based ring, and they have dropped the new plant-based chicken nuggets and fried chicken at KFC. <laughs> I know you know about it. I, I thought they tried this like a couple years ago. I don't know, but they back with a vengeance. Okay. Oh, my Lord. Now, here's the thing for me, Jay. <clears throat> It's not, you know, everybody jumping on the meatless option. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My thing is how ignorant and slow they still think the consumers is. Why you said that? The packaging. They got a green KFC box. <laughs> Listen. Have you seen it? It works. Jay, you know it works. I can't believe we still no, falling. I can't believe we still falling for. Wow, they really made it green. This is really, they really the, made it green. The boxes they have they abandoned. They like, no, nah, no, nah, come get this health. No, nah. I don't know what she talking about. <laughs> They've abandoned the red and white traditional uh-uh. striped box, and they nah, said. No, because we got some plants for you. Yeah, so KFC is has just released the plant-based chicken nugget and the plant-based fried chicken. How I don't understand how they can call it plant-based. That's crazy. Well, because... Anything that is the root of it is it's used so to be a vegetable, no matter how long ago. I'm talking about used to be. Yeah, a long, 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 long time ago. I'm talking about ago. you not getting no nutritional value. You hear me? Yeah, long Listen. before it was anything. What it wasn't was an animal. Before we manipulated okay? Yeah. Before yeah. we for, destroyed it. Before we processed it, reprocessed it. It was a plant. It, it, it so used to be. So it in that green box. If you did your, if you was a historian, <laughs> you can go back. I swear to God, you could, you could trace you this to the lab. You could trace this nugget back to I a plant. I promise you, yeah. we ain't lying. Yeah, depending on how much time you got, got an archaeologist on your team. Right, right. Maybe somebody take the day off work. Absolutely. It's take you a minute, but I promise this you. This used to be a plant. <laughs> they good. They real so, nice with this. They real nice with it. I said, not the green box, Lord. Yes, the green box. And you know what's so crazy? Consumer psychology, because we really do still fall for these things, you know, well, you know, the, one of the very first things we teach our students in Farm to Table is how to read food level labels, how to buy packaged food. Mm-hmm. And it's still, you know, one of our most jaw-dropping lessons for our students because they're like, I've been falling for the okie doke yeah, all colors, this time. The the front of the package, yes. the marketing. The words. You know, you know yeah. plant-based, vegan, vegetarian, all of this. But here's the kicker. The kicker is the chicken ain't even vegan. Nor vegetarian. 
What do you, wait, what? You talking about... They fry it in a regular chicken grease. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. You know? They, they deep fry it in the regular chicken grease. They like, listen, come get this plant-based chicken dipped in the little real chicken. Don't <laughs> mind all of that. That ain't your business. Never mind is in oil anyway. I don't care if it was pure or separate fryer or whatever. Like, just all the saturated fat. But they're just like, I throw everything in the same bin mm-hmm. and drop no it in that there. No at all. Yeah. Yeah, then drop it in that heart disease juice. So, listen. There it is, Jay. It's, it's taking... I, I just want to warn our people. And here's the thing, too. People always say, you know, well, is... Are these meat non-meat alternatives healthy and the thing of it is is always what you're comparing it to well we prefer for them to get the plant-based chicken nugget from kfc versus the regular chicken sandwich Mm -hmm. absolutely because for one you know the biggest factor in the black community is heart disease you know high blood pressure so eliminating animal products of course that's going to assist you and you know kind of if you don't already have heart disease, kind of preventing it. But if you're still, but if you're going to KFC, it's it's a hard thing because yeah. it's like, okay, yes, get the plant-based chicken nuggets if you want chicken nuggets. <laughs> but you got to listen to it. It comes with a three-minute speech I'm about to give you. Right. You don't just hold on. You don't get to walk away no. after you got this. It comes with I a PSA. To talk to you. I have to talk to you first. It comes with a PSA. Man, they yeah. good. They yeah, good. they good. You know, they are because, really good. Because, you know, stuff like that is supposed to be a bridge over troubled water. If you are plant-based and you are trying to eliminate all these things out your diet, and if you get that urge but you don't want to go back to meat, yeah. okay. Yeah. This is not something that you should put in your, you know, after work ride home. Right. Weekend. This is what I do, comfort food, while Facts. I watch movies. Facts. This is supposed to strictly be, I don't want to go back to me, but I got this urge. I got this, you know, and I, can't I just can't that, shake it. I can't. I, I get it. I just can't see. I, I, I get it, but I just can't. It's so unhealthy. It's crazy to me just how unhealthy it is. But I that, know what you're saying. I know that's what yeah, we use these foods the, for. That's what I would suggest you use them for because the thing is, the longer you stay plant-based, the, the less those urges will come and the more disgusted you will get by them. If you really are plant-based and not just a junk food vegan. Right. So it's so many kinds of, so many things that got to be. The frequency. Yeah. Yeah. The mindset behind it. All you. of it. What's your pre-existing conditions? I mean, because right. you could really. Your ecosystem. I'm flexing on them. They still eating real chicken. Right. So I'm right. right. I'm looking around and everybody got the, like you said, the Here real I chicken. Here I am on my green real... box. They got the red one. And so now I got a little superiority by right. myself. Right. So yeah. You're my right. blood it's... pressure ain't going no, nowhere near down. I'm talking about might be skyrocketing. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Listen, we said all that to say, don't let that green box give you a superiority complex. That's it. It's all, it's, it's all a fallacy. It's all nonsense. And you're right. We do use some of these plant-based junk foods, or should I say vegan junk foods, as bridges and things like that. And if, if your husband would, would, wasn't about to touch a black bean burger, and that's the best you could do to help him with his cholesterol is give him the, you know, quote-unquote plant-based chicken from KFC, then sure. But it, it should come with a speech. It should come with a mandate. Um, it should come with a contract. Like, just yeah. promise me you're not going to fool yourself into thinking that this is okay long term, that this is how you're going to live your quote-unquote plant-based or vegan lifestyle. Like, 
Promise me you're going to position yourself to get educated on what's the most optimal way. What should you be working toward mm -hmm. to give your body and your brain the best shot at living optimally? That's all we're saying. Absolutely. You know what I mean, Jay? Well, I never said. mind that it's delicious. It tastes just like chicken. No, that's not what we're going for. Oh. No. Don't keep your palate like wanting that because well, you crave what you consume. We've always said that. You yeah. crave what you consume. And the only thing you like about the fried chicken, if we're being honest, is you're getting from the plant-based chicken. You like the grease. You like the salt. Mm -hmm. You might like the crunch. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So all they got to do, you know what I mean? They can, they can you know, bread a, a bowling ball, y'all will eat it. Bye. Let's move on. <laughs> it's time to move on. <laughs> I'm done. I'm about to be on the floor. You're not the, not a bowling ball. Hey, shut up. Everybody no, they like chicken. No. I'm just saying. All you like is the batter, the oil, the salt, the flour. Not a bowling ball, though. Wow. Tell me if we don't batter something right and dip it in some grease. We ain't, we ain't, you right. We ain't gonna question it. You right. No, you ain't lying. I ain't said you was lying. I'm <laughs> I mean, honestly, listen, but moving on, which brings us to Wait What. Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last couple of weeks that made us go, Wait, wait what? what? I, got two, I just realized I had a second Wait What. This no. one is real mini, but I was in the post office the other day, Jay, right? And the line was long. And you know how to, the, well, the post, post office I go to, you know, you can hear everybody doing their transactions at the mm -hmm. counter. You know what I mean? No privacy. So, my man up at the counter and he doing his transaction and um, the, the lady, the postal worker was an older black woman. And this gentleman was an older, not black man. I don't know if he was white. He might have been, you know, something else, right. a little racial, racially ambiguous, if you will. But he definitely wasn't black. <clears throat> and he was just telling her about her health, honey. And he was just telling her, he like, you know, you, 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 you need to get a stress test. You need to get on a treadmill you know, and, and test this and that, he said, you know, because you a black woman and, you know, you are 30% more likely to have heart disease. He said, it ain't nothing you doing. It's genetic. It's just, it's just a card y'all was dealt. I mean, blasting this throughout the post office. He's like, you, so you really need to be going to the doctor. You need to be getting checked out. He's like, cause it's just messed up how we all dealt these, dealt these different cards and, you know, as a black woman, you just 30 percent more likely just off rip from the day you born. <laughs> so how do you feel about that? Because I'm feeling torn. I'm feeling like I'm glad you you putting a bug in her ear. But at the same time, it's like you're taking stripping away her power like you were just born. You were dealt. With, but at the same time, you were dealt with certain cards. You know, I, I was just driving the other day thinking about like, like, damn, they really messed us over. Like they really had us starting way, 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 way behind. Way behind. You know, so there were certain, but I don't know exactly if it was heart disease. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But yeah, you were dealt certain cards, you know, racism and stuff like that, that, that does increase. Your, yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. But how did you feel? Well, I feel I, I'm, I, le I lean more towards the second part, which is you're stripping her power away and heart disease was not, you know, always her fate. Right. You know what I mean? And so I did, and she was just nodding, like, you right. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, she was really enrolling into what he was saying. 
And I was just feeling bad because I'm like, even if your likelihood is higher than the average person, that's not probability is not the same as possibility. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I, and I don't think people recognize that when they're thinking through these lifestyle diseases, because you, you very well maybe could have a small genetic disposition that makes it more likely for you than me. I wouldn't say it's just nat naturally because you're black all of, off rip, mm -hmm. but yeah, just not embracing the whole narrative, which is, but it's very common though. Those are literally the narratives that we just passed down. Mm -hmm. What he was saying is pretty much how everyone talks to one another right. about these lifestyle diseases. But I was just feeling bad. Like, but you know, then you got the concept of weathering and stuff that does increase our chances. Right. Of yeah. So he had a point, but the, the point where he was coming from with the cards you were dealt is not necessarily true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you were definitely, we were all handed some things that were unavoidable that does impact our health. Yeah. So now it, that could have strengthened her resolve to, to be healthier because you know, some people, they, their starting point, point is a victim mindset. Like, you know, I've been dealt these cards. I ain't had no choice, but I'm going to try. Yeah. You know what I mean? That might have been empowering. Absolutely. It so could have been. You don't know. You never know how it was received, but I don't know how it, received, how it was received by her. I also don't know how it was received by the other 20 people that was all overhearing it. Us all. You know what I mean? It just bothers me because this is our lane. And so I, I kind of wanted to hop on the counter like, let me Excuse ask me, the small prince what he's saying, people. <laughs> like, you know, don't give up hope, you know. And, but, hey, it might encourage somebody to run out awesome. and get a box of that green chicken. That's a starting point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a starting point, sis, because, you know, just the day before, it could have been the red box. It could have been the red box. <laughs> so. Which will you choose? So, yeah, I just want people to know that, you know, genetics are not fate. Yes, genetics are a real thing. Yes, genetics plays a role. Absolutely. No doubt about it. But they, they, yeah, they play the smallest role. So that's going to be really relevant for what, what we talk about today. But let's get to our second wait what? Jay. <laughs> it wasn't a wait what for me. It was a wait what for my body. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go on. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Knew it was going to be inevitable. Mm -hmm. Right. But, you know, got diagnosed positive for COVID. Mm -hmm. Right. And so my body was like, <laughs> I was laughing mm -hmm. because I was like, my body finally get an opportunity to show what it got. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like we've been, it's like you've been training for the Olympics yeah. for four years. Yeah, this is not a drill. This, this is not <laughs> a drill. And the day is here, baby. <laughs> the day is here, right? So, you know, uh, which I believe was uh, inevitable for is mostly everyone, right? Like getting exposed to COVID, right? And so... You know, I'm like, all right, body, like, let's let's do what it do. Right. And so you try. I, I don't I don't do a lot of um, research around certain things that are too hot topics and are too convoluted, convoluted. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know much of what to expect. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I refuse to do that because I don't I don't feel confident in being able to decipher what's what and what's not what. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm like, well, let's do it. But, you know, proud to say, you know, didn't miss a day at work. You know, didn't miss a teaching class, you know, worked out. I worked out real hard one day. I was like, I probably shouldn't have did that. <laughs> <laughs> I hopped out of bed one morning. I'm like, let me go get this high intensity, you know, cardio in. Just went down to my living room, you know, 
and uh, got it in. I was like jumping around like that probably wasn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was like, I'm like, let me put my cape on and see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Made of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I was, I'm partly relieved because I remember like over a year ago listening to um, uh, one of my podcasts and one of the docs was saying, he's like, you know, what you actually should be hoping to happen is that you get it, get exposed to it and get it over with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so for that part, I was relieved. What I was scared about uh, with potentially getting COVID was um, finding out at a time where I had just been around a lot of people that were vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That's what I was the most scared of. I was so scared of that. And so, you know, thanks be to God like that when I when I did get exposed and tested positive that. You know, I hadn't seen my mom in at least a week. I hadn't seen my dad. I hadn't, you know, been around my sister who lives with my mom and dad. Like, you know, different people in my life who may be more vulnerable and who may not have had the strength. You know what I mean? You right. know. So um, that's what I was most worried about. And that's what I was protected from. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't hadn't been recently been in touch with anybody or anything like that. And I was really, really happy about that. So my body finally got an opportunity to show what it was working with. I was, and I, I think what scared me is like everything, like, cause I, I think my legs ached for one day and I had a headache and, and I almost felt like I couldn't handle the small things that were happening. Cause I hadn't been sick in like over two yeah. years, no cough, no sneeze, no nothing. Like, I can't remember the last time I had anything. So I was just like, oh, I'm a little baby. Like, I'm a little Mm -hmm. wimp. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I'm like, oh, my God, this hurts. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? (laughs) And it felt so, you know. So, um, yeah. So got that, ran through that. Yeah. All right. So my weight, what? Same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Got COVID right before you. Um, And... My symptoms were pretty mild as well. Um, headache, like you said. Um, felt like I had a cold the first two days. And then I was just up and at them. Mm-hmm. And, um, but what it did do, is it's funny because you know how I've always, like, my, my mind's always racing. I've never been able to take naps and stuff. Mm-hmm. I got the best sleep. Like, I mm-hmm. was just really, really resting, like, with the, the, um, the virus trying to, you know, like, I guess, leave my body. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, causing fatigue. So I was just sleeping and resting. And it did throw off my sleeping pattern. Mm. You know what I mean? Because usually I'm just up at like 5.30 on my own. And then I was finding myself waking up right before. I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> this this cannot be. <laughs> I am not this person. Like, I value my mornings. But, yeah, you're right. COVID did give me an opportunity. You know what I mean? Because... You know, when you text me, like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I think smooth sailing from here. Like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I was just mostly upset about all the plans that I had that um, didn't go through. You know, we we had major stuff planned, and Mm -hmm. it didn't (laughs) materialize. That's what I was mostly upset about. Mm. Um, You know, my kids were here. They They didn't get it. Um, which is good and bad, you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I was kind of hoping, like, we all get, get it together or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I could take care of y'all. I could be, you know. But they didn't. But other than that, yeah, it was it was, it was was a way up for me, not only, um, you know, just because I had it, but 
I mean, just to see how it went. But I didn't think I was going to get COVID. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to get it because I felt like, I mean, when everybody was getting it, everybody was sick, you know, mm-hmm. I f- felt like I had just beat the system. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I guess it's over. You know what I mean? Not over as far as the pandemic, but I thought that I had found my way of like not getting it with the mask and going, you know. But no, COVID said, uh-uh, uh-uh, not so fast. <laughs> Come here. Let me talk to you. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my COVID thing. So, it, it pretty much just went through the whole entire, like, family. Like, my niece, then, uh, you know, me and I, my sister and I, then you and Taj, mm-hmm. um, that's my other sister, like, kinda, like, everybody got it, like, all at once. Mm-hmm. So, that's a good thing. So, now we can all just get back together. <laughs> Party at my house this weekend. <laughs> I'm like, yes, we can all get together. Like, <laughs> let's go knock this out, right? So we're gonna get on with our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, highly contagious, and um, it just speaks to the old. Ad- so many old adages come back to play. You know, stay ready, so you ain't got to get ready. Mm-hmm. You know, just knowing. Like, was already on the plants every damn day, was already doing everything. And I think one thing I want to remind people of, you know, um, which I think we just had a recent podcast on, is that, you know, eating or living a whole food plant-based lifestyle, you know, being as health conscious as we are all the time, is us preparing for something, not thinking that's, well, not you, not thinking you won't necessarily get some. Your girl thought she was out here saying, Right. It's just all about preparation for it. And I just want to remind people not to judge people for whatever their choices are, whether they want to be vaccinated, don't want to be vaccinated, whether they want to be vegan, don't want to be vegan. And then if something happens, don't take that as your opportunity to, you know, um, point fingers at people. Oh, I thought you were vegan. Why do you have this? Oh, I thought you... Like, no, my survival rate and my experience doing COVID is a testament to my lifestyle. Exactly. You know, and because I've never, like, I don't, I don't think you can eat meat and just automatically be sick. And I don't think you can be vegan and automatically just be healthy forever. There's the, but what it does is increases your probability mm-hmm. of survival and recovery of something. It doesn't take away the possibility of whether or not you can get sick, but increases your probability of survival. And then I think that's one of the one things we have to remember. Cause I think my biggest fear was, um, having some residual long-term effects mm-hmm. of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that part is really scary to me because I always think about, um, Stephen Hawking, like I'll, <laughs> I think I thought of Stephen Hawking the whole time my body was fighting it because so he's um a, astro, a physicist yeah i know he's not alive anymore but he was diagnosed with um i forgot the name of the disease he had but he was in a wheelchair for most of his yeah. life had to use the voice box but i'll never forget seeing the film about his life and when the doctor diagnosed him with the disease that you know and eventually rendered him in a wheelchair and all of that he didn't give a damn about nothing. The only question he asked the doctor was, how will this affect my mind? Mm-hmm. That's the only question he asked the doctor. And when I tell you that plays in my head over and over again, 
you throughout the year like all that's all I think about just the scariest thing for me is to lose my mind mm -hmm. it's the scariest thing for me like my mind is like my gift like almost to me you know what I mean like my intelligence just how much I study how much I my recall just like me abil my ability to create content to help other people is it all comes from my mind you know mm -hmm. what I mean and so I remember hearing from um, some students and some people who had COVID and they saying like, I, I got brain fog. I can't think clearly, but like yeah. that, Jay, when I tell you, I'm that, that's what almost got me curled up into a ball crying. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Lord, please. I don't know. Cause you don't know you what, don't, right. how it's going to hit your biochemical right. system. You know what I mean? <laughs> so your biology, I'm like, I'm not worried about I was never worried about my breathing, my lungs. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the part that people get hospitalized for. You know all that mucus. I ain't had. No, I'm like I don't. I, I want never. I ain't never get shortness of breath. None of that. I was so worried about my brain because you never know what a pathogen, how it's going to interact with you. Yeah, and that's oh. what people. And you know when uh, people kept telling me like you know when COVID first was happening and everybody was going out. You remember I was. Super scared. Yeah, I yeah, would, yeah. We couldn't do the pot. I'm like, no, we got to do it via Zoom. But if I like, girl, you vegan. I'm like, I don't know what's laying dormant that can collide with this. Absolutely. That can render. I'm no, I'm not taking any chances. It's just like so many athletes, young athletes, are perfectly fine, and then they get on a basketball court, find out something's wrong with their heart. Yeah. Something like that. Like that's what I was afraid of. Yep. You know. Now this has been exposed. Every time when I go to the doctor and I fill out something new, do you have any allergies? Not that I know of. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I what don't know. People? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> have I found out anything? No. <laughs> Could it be something out there? Yes. <laughs> the jury's still out. It's still out. Yeah, I know I'm 40. The jury's still out. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know. Oh, so God. far, so good. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's by far for me the the scariest thing. I'm like, Lord, don't take my brain. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, because that's my jam. Like I love my brain so much. <laughs> like it's quick. It's sharp. It's like so. That's my thing. So anyway, that's our way. What? Which kind of brings us to the topic, you know, around. Turning non-lifestyle diseases into lifestyle diseases. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let you jump off first, Jay, but I want to first define what a lifestyle disease is because I think we use this language so much we think people know. Mm -hmm. But a lot of us, you know, we know that, you know, some of the most people who are at risk are definitely people with pre-existing conditions, right? Mm -hmm. And those pre-existing conditions could be, you know, Autoimmune diseases, you know, non-lifestyle diseases, and they could be lifestyle diseases. So lifestyle diseases are diseases that are as a result of literally the daily, you know, choices you make in your life of what to eat, what to drink. Do you know, do you smoke? Do you exercise? How much stress do you live with? Um, you know, what's your emotional intelligence shit like? What type of trauma are you living with in unresolved issues or disobedience with regard to um, doing what you're supposed to do to be healthy sometimes brings on diseases. So examples of lifestyle diseases are things like high blood pressure, you know, high cholesterol, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, obesity, um, and in many cases, things like chronic kidney disease, kidney failure, um, fatty liver disease. These are all a result of 
how you live. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, 99.9% of the time it's not genetic. It's not something that you just caught, like COVID from the air, mm-hmm. you know. It is literally a result of if you change your lifestyle, you mm-hmm. could potentially be free of this condition, mm-hmm. you know. And so we want to talk about that today of um, people who don't have lifestyle diseases, but turn them into one. Right. So there's, you know, there's a long list of, you know, chronic illnesses. Some are lifestyle, some, um, you know, but what I wanted to talk about in regards to that is certain things in the black community, especially, Mm -hmm. um, I could say it's trending, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, Like type two diabetes. So when we think of type one diabetes, we kind of give them kind of like a pass, like, yeah. oh, you were born with this or you got this at a young age. You can't reverse it. There's nothing you can do about it. Or, you know, like asthma or something like that. And people take these uh, these diseases and the people that I know mm-hmm. have the victim mindset. Well, I have type one diabetes or I have asthma or I have lupus or, you know, I have arthritis or whatever it is. And because it's not curable, per se, mm-hmm. the way that we take care of ourselves tends to slip mm-hmm. because we're going to the doctor. The doctor is not telling us how to manage the symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. And so the way we think about this disease is not, I can do something about it. I can do something to manage the symptoms. I can, even though I have type 1 diabetes, I don't have to be obese. I don't have my, you know, my blood sugar levels doesn't have to uh, fluctuate, Mm -hmm. which damages my organs, which, you know, puts me on other medications because Mm -hmm. type one is kind of like a gateway disease. Um, You start with type one diabetes and then you end up with uh, high blood on high blood pressure medication. Mm -hmm. You end up with kidney problems. You end up. So, you know, I was just thinking because I know someone personally whose kidneys were damaged and, you know, I talked to them in stage three and I was like, listen, you don't have to go to stage four. You still need to manage your diet. Mm-hmm. There's people out there who give this information away for free daily videos, YouTube books, all this different stuff. Mm-hmm. But they were so busy feeling like I'm on insulin and I can't reverse this that why would I try to um, change my diet? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just take the insulin. I control my blood levels. Yep. But what ended up happening was the fluctuation of the the levels damaged their kidneys. Mm-hmm. So now they have uh, kidney failure. Now they're on dialysis, high blood pressure medication, all this different yep. stuff. And now it has become a lifestyle di- disease. It's escalated. It's escalated. Yep. And, it's, and, mm-hmm. and now you feel like, and what's interesting about it to me, even though all this side stuff is happening, it seems like whatever happened first is the focus. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. I have, let's just say, arthritis, right? That I got diagnosed with that first. Well, now you have type 2 diabetes because you couldn't move that much and you didn't exercise and you were eating comfort foods and you didn't, you know what I mean? Now you have all these secondary diseases, but because you got that first, that's kind of like your primary focus. And that's how it becomes like a lifestyle choice. Yeah. Um, Just by not taking the reins. Mm -hmm. No, you can't cure the actual illness itself, 
but you can definitely stop the symptoms or at least minimize the symptoms, mm -hmm. which will stop you from escalating mm -hmm. and spiraling towards other diseases that you can manage, that mm -hmm. you can prevent. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And recently, you know, I'm going on a trip and, you know, it's a bunch of us going and, one, you know, we're all flying. One person was like, you know, I'm not going to fly. I'm going to drive because, you know, since I had this uh, surgery, I've gained weight and, the, you know, the seats aren't comfortable for me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. I was like, what? You need to start figuring out a weight loss, you know, uh, like management program. Like, No, but I could just drive and be comfortable in my car. Why would I lose weight when I could? It's just another way to get there. Right. And I was like, and this is a group <laughs> chat. Like. Everybody's like focusing on, well, maybe you can get two seats. Or I'm like, you need to lose weight. Nobody considered that. You need to lose. This is, I was like, this is your perfect opportunity to lose weight. What do you mean? You got months. This is not like, oh, next week we're going. You know it's coming. It's planned. This is planned. And this is planned down the road. Already took time off work. I'm talking about already. It's already pre-planned. We bought the luggage. And you still planning. I was like, no, you need to focus on losing. I was like, this is your perfect. I said the perfect opportunity. He was like, girl, shut up. This ain't no perfect. No, yes, it is. How's it not? Yes, it is the perfect opportunity. It's staring you. It's glaringly obvious. Because if you're already adjusting and adapting, what's going to be next? First is the driving. Then what? Then what? How, you yep. know what I mean? Yep. And it, but it's a perfect testament to what so many people do, Jay. They literally fix their life around dysfunction instead of fixing the dysfunction. Yeah. And then when you just adjust little by little, it doesn't seem like much, right? Like, you know, even with reading the intake forms from, you know, potential people for farm to table and reading why they wanted to enroll, it's... It was so many people who life was altered that even though some of it was lifestyle and some of it were things that, you know, were beyond their control, mm -hmm. but the way that it was handled put them in such a bind, in such a position to where they're, they, look, your life, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do, how much money you have, where you've been and where you're going. Mm -hmm. If you do not feel well, mm -hmm. you are not living life at its fullest. Mm -hmm. you're, you're just not. Mm -hmm. I know you probably found a way to enjoy life. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like when I had COVID and like, couldn't go nowhere. Like I'm in the house trying to make the most of it. But in reality, I could be doing this and could be doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, we can all adjust. But are you like, are you really playing at the top of your game? You, you can't. But for some people, adjusting is their plan. Elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just look, look at me. Elaborate. Yeah, like, it's just like, you know, you know, we went to go see uh, Earthquake last night. And um, he had us cracking up because he was talking about how the superior, you know, the, um, the, not the superior, should I say the dominant race, you know, he was saying how there's no way in heck they could survive the things that black people survive, mm -hmm. right? He's like, you know, stock market drop, they leaping off a bridge. It's like they can't handle, you know, they can't handle trepidation. They can't handle, you know, the, 
things going wrong, you know, ups and downs. Like when things go down for certain people in our society, because they're so used to being up, mm -hmm. that when things go down, they literally cannot handle it. Mm -hmm. You know, your wife want to leave, forget it, the whole family got to die. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know how to just deal with a breakup, my guy. Yeah, just like when we went to poetry, <laughs> we was laughing because it, it, it was like, usually it's just all black poetry and it's all talking about... I mean, real struggle, stuff. struggle, yeah, loss, yeah, death and pain. And then white, some white poets went up and they were talking about how the promotion wasn't at a good time and how, you know, and we were like, what? Like, this is your pain? Yeah. Th this is your pain? Yeah. But go on. And so <laughs> my point is like black people to our credit and like you know, to our sadness, we are used to pivoting. Like, we know how, like, one of my favorite speakers, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, he's, like, a brilliant intellect. And I remember listening to a lecture he was doing in Paris one day. And one of the audience members, uh, he well, he told a story about when somebody asked him, like, okay, you wrote your book about, you know, your life growing up as a kid, not having a lot, blah, blah, blah. And now that you have a son of your own and you um, have means, like, how will you raise your son different? Like, how, how, how will you do things differently now that you are, that, now that you have abundance? And he was like, I don't know. He's like, I know how to be broke. I don't know how to have money, <laughs> you know? And he told that story, like, I, it is a challenge. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's black people. Mm -hmm. Like we know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Like mm -hmm. we know how to like be sick and still figure out a way to get work. We know how to lose a job and go out to get another one. We know how to adjust. And I think even though we have, that is a, a, a survival mechanism. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess the best way to describe it is a lecture I did recently. Like it's a survival habit that's turned into a bad habit. Mm -hmm. Meaning, it's, yeah, it's not necessary. It's anymore. not necessary anymore. So, if you can't fit in an airplane seat, you don't have to figure out a way how to survive. You need to fix your weight. Yeah, you don't have now, but now it's just a bad habit for you to adjust to dysfunction. And so now you're doing it in your health, you're doing it in your finances, you're doing it in your relationship. Like you know how to endure, mm -hmm. and that's it. That's becoming an issue. It's a great skill set to have, so that you don't murder the whole family. <laughs> when when Bay ain't if acting real, right. right? You know what I mean. Like in that case, yeah. yes, right? Because we always looking at them sometimes and be like, they ain't got no mm -hmm. tenacity. They ain't got nothing in their like you don't know how to just get through. Like y'all always crying and complaining, but at the same time, when we get hit with something like we like, oh, I'm just gonna find a workaround as mm -hmm. opposed to fixing the issue. Yeah, because it's it's easier to it, it it's easier to not fix it. It's easier even though you would think it's not been the airplane. But it's that breaking not, news. Like we know it's easier not we know it's easier to not work out than to work out. We know it's easier to order your favorite comfort food on DoorDash versus cooking a nutritious meal. That ain't breaking news. Yeah. However, even though it's not breaking news, it would be breaking news to the people that's doing it. They don't know. They don't know what. They don't know that they would rather deal with obesity. They don't know that they would rather deal with flare-ups 
They don't know that they would rather deal with having no money instead of going, you know, back to school or, or facing their fear. They don't know that they don't know that they're choosing this. They feel like this is their the option that's available. To Some them. of these mugs now. Go ahead, sip your tea. You, you feel like you said you, something. You, nah, you're giving people way too much credit, Jay. People people are fully aware that they are even with their excuses because the people that I know, the people that I know always have the excuses of time, money. They don't know how to do this. They don't know. They don't realize that they are literally making a decision to choose dysfunction. They or choose financial distress. Nah. People more intelligent than that. Yes, they do. They know. They know they're choosing the work, the role, um, the the path of least resistance. They just don't have the strength to choose the other role. Some, I th yeah, some do, and I feel like some do, especially when your your environment doesn't reflect the choices that you need to make. It's so easy to feel like that's not available to you. It's such a far reach. It's such you know, those people who do it are outliers. That's not really my world. Like, sometimes it seems like such a stretch to do what we're saying that you need to do. Like, I think I, I really don't, you know, sometimes I even think about it. Like, how do we get here? Like, how do we get to this point mm -hmm. growing up and, and you know, in, in the hood, nobody's plant-based. Mm -hmm. Nobody is... Thinking like, you know what, let me prevent some Ill illnesses right now. Like, I mean, older people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Once they've experienced some, you know, diagnosis or some type. But what we are doing is not typical. It's not typical, especially where we're from. Girl, look around. How everybody is that typical? In, look, everybody that's in the program, what are their age ranges usually? Oh, in front of the table? Yeah. Oh, you know, definitely older. Definitely, like, like I would say 40 to 65, 70. And most probably have already experienced some type of health crisis. Like, people aren't just getting up like, I don't want cancer. I don't, I don't want, you know what I mean? So, by the time that does happen to them, mm -hmm. it, they, they, most people feel like, it was it's genetics, and I didn't have a choice. They didn't even learn the necessary tools and skill set to figure out that you have power in this area. Like this ain't happening to you. So you saying by the time somebody yourself. get hit with something like, oh snap, I can't fit in the airplane seat comfortably, they that that's been they've been blindsided by that realization. I don't think that <laughs> the hell. I don't think they're blindsided by the realization that I'm obese. I think I think that. People don't understand the power they have to correct their situation. Uh, I'm on the fence with this one. I'm on the fence with this one. Because you, how are you just making all these bad choices day after day, year after year, and you don't know your power? And you, you've seen it, though. You've seen the I moderate. I eat a salad. I eat Twinkies. Moderate. Like we have so much misinformation. Man, that episode we talked about Kelly Uncle talking about he only eat a couple <laughs> Twinkies out the pack and throw the rest away. A, a, a family pack or what, what? Like what? He say I bought a family box. I of know y'all don't think it's wasteful. Field. I know. 
Um, I think no, I think it's ridiculous, and you are murdering your. your yeah, I think the health. I think the 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 key word was Twinkies. You got me. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I mean, and thinking yeah. about him, you're absolutely right. There are people who really think that I can moderately um, poison myself. I can just you know skip exercise if I do this. If I, you know what I mean. So they try and shortcut their way to not being too bad. I think part of the issue is. People try and avoid an extreme case of X as opposed to avoiding X. Like, they're like... Right, right, right. I don't, I don't want to be on dialysis with diabetes. Yeah, I don't want to be hospitalized. Yeah. People think they're not fighting for their lives until it's a medical team standing over them. Mm -hmm. They don't realize that you was fighting for your life when you the scale was just up five pounds. You Bars. was fighting for your life when the scale was just up ten pounds. Okay. You know what I mean? You was fighting for your life when you were pre-diabetic. We fighting for our lives right now. Come on now, absolutely. I, that, that is really what the, the that's what this podcast is about. Okay, <laughs> and it only took forty four minutes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we was gonna get there. <laughs> I swear, I knew where this was going. We are all fighting for our lives. Yeah, I don't care if you've been diagnosed with something or not. Yeah, if you're in a healthy weight range or not. Yeah, you know what I mean. You are still fighting for your life. We always say it. You know, if I'm in my 40s, the 50-year-old version of me needs me to do what I need to do right now because I'm fighting for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't get to just walk around this earth, do whatever you feel, and then feel like, you know, your health. Let me give an I gave an analogy in a good Ooh. minute. Give an analogy. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. Now for our new go. segment. <laughs> Jay's analogy, the okay. Jay's edge snatching analogies. And let me look. Hold on to your edges, people. <laughs> Listen, your health is like a credit card. Mm -hmm. The food you eat is like a credit card. Mm -hmm. You can eat whatever you want. You can eat, you know, the the chips. You can eat the fried foods. You can eat all these different things that give you high blood pressure or whatever, whatever, whatever. It may not be happening now, but just like a credit card, your health is coming to collect. Mm -hmm. And whatever the debt is, is what you've been putting on that card. Like, you may not have to pay right now. Mm -hmm. You don't have to pay right in this month, next month, next year. Mm -hmm. But the debt will be collected. Now, what will it be? So, our, I guess... Uh, our, our real-time example of that is getting COVID. Like, all of the things we ate, all the charges we made to the plants every damn day, fiber high, water high, not missing workouts, COVID came to collect. It came to collect. You know what I mean? And so, here we are. Like, debt paying full. Debt paying full. Yeah, debt paying full. Yeah. So, y'all are in the negative. Mm -hmm. They are in the negative. Mm -hmm. Like... No, it is you constantly making withdrawals, mm -hmm. withdrawals, withdrawals, swiping, 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 and you're not putting much back into it. Yeah. So by the time life comes to collect, you don't have nothing to pour into this. Mm -hmm. you, you haven't been running. You, you, you don't know, probably don't know, you know, I know most people don't know what their rest of heart rate is, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Like your cardiovascular system is shot. Your immune system is shot. Mm -hmm. You don't, you haven't been paying into this account. Yeah. You got to start paying and you got to stop doing so many withdrawals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just Absolutely. like any account. Absolutely. I mean, just like any account, you're not walking around just constantly going to your bank, just taking money out and taking money. You know you got to put something. That's the same thing with your health. You got to put something in and get something out. Exactly. Absolutely. That's just basic math. It really is. <laughs> just, that's it just really basic is. arithmetic, if you will. 
<laughs> I love if you will if you ain't said nothing deep. I'm talking about nothing. <laughs> but seriously, like we really, you know, it, it, it just bothers me that representation now we have it. Yeah. We didn't have it. You know, I remember working at Bastogne. That, that was a, a restaurant that you and I were hostess of years ago mm -hmm. many many moons ago mm -hmm. and just watching you know the white women walk past the window um with their babies in their stroller mm -hmm. jogging mm -hmm. and i was just so bothered by that because their husbands or whoever was out working allowing them that time to get their health back together mm -hmm. where you know what I'm saying? That's just one of the things that we haven't been privileged enough. Like, we're always working and, yeah. you know, we have so many single mo mothers and things like that. Like, having the... But we don't realize that we we have the privilege now mm -hmm. to, to go and work out and take care of ourselves. Like, we don't have to think about... I mean, we do have to think about it. But it's not just all about keeping our head above water. Like, we have a little breathing room. Yeah. And we need to take advantage of that. If you create it, though. You still... You, still, you don't have it automatically, though. You got to create the breathing room. You got to create those those margins. Mm -hmm. How do you suggest people create between those survival margins? and then having a pad? You know, between and having the luxury of, for example, getting hit with something where you do need to take ten days off of work and you have that pad. You know what I mean? Like everything is everything that life hits you with isn't gonna all of a sudden be an emergency that could render you damn near homeless or damn near dead mm -hmm. or you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you. I think the caveat to that is that you write, you ha I think you have access to that privilege more than before, but it's not an automatic thing. Yeah. You still I have, to, you still have to do the work to create that, that privilege and that pattern in your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's the part, like we're still looking at, you know, the young white women jogging with babies, like that's for them, mm -hmm. not for us. No, it's definitely for you. Mm -hmm. You definitely have access. To, you definitely can create a life where that's a possible possibility and a reality, but you have to create it. Mm -hmm. And you do the same thing with your health. Like you, you can create a body in the mind in the mind that's capable of survival. That's that's resilient. Mm -hmm. You know that can bounce back, right? But you got to create it. And so you know this year for you and I was a testament of us creating mm -hmm. that privilege of survival. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So many people, God bless these families, are not surviving. Mm -hmm. And it, and not surviving doesn't mean that you, you die. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just something in life hits you that knocks you down so hard, mm -hmm. so many levels down, right? Because you hadn't built that pad. There were some decisions and choices that were made along the way mm -hmm. that shouldn't have been made, mm -hmm. that, that should have been navigated differently, yeah. right? And then you get hit with something and you barely survive it. Right. You know what I mean? This, and then, so, yeah, we do have that, but we still are privileged to, to run with a baby in a stroller in the middle of a Tuesday afternoon. Um, still is a little harder to attain, but it's definitely attainable. And, and there are definitely are paths that are laid out for you, coaches that you can, you know, employ. There are definitely, you know, programs that you can enroll into to, you know, learn how to have optimal health, learn how to have financial abundance, learn how to be spiritually aware and emotional intelligence. But you still have to pursue it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things, too, that needs to be addressed more. And I know that coaching is considered a luxury thing, but, you know, <clears throat> I've been in coaching and therapy in some form of, uh, for years, 
for years. And even if you can't afford it financially, there's so many free coaching apps and tips and, you know, like invest in yourself. If you have the money to invest, I would definitely say, you know, the return on your investment is so worth it. The return, because like you said, there's a cap on your intelligence when it comes to certain things. It yep. just is. That should not be insulting to you. Mm-mm. And you shouldn't want to know everything because you studied it and you researching it because now you're taking away from something else that you needed to do. That's adding more to your plate. Like let mm-hmm. the person that has studied this, the person that's in this field, in this lane, teach you so that you don't have to add something else to you. You can just sit there and just learn. Yep. Like that is privilege right there. And if you have you know, the finances or the time or whatever it is that's holding you back from doing it, I suggest you definitely make this the year that you invest. I promise it's so worth it. Yeah, it's so important. We really got to stop trying to DIY our problems. Like what's a problem for you is a damn gift and talent for somebody else. Right. I remember I used to sit, (laughs) it makes me laugh now because I'm so not tech savvy, Mm -hmm. but I remember I used to sit back and try to create my own website. Like why? I wouldn't in a million years do that again. Because just, it's just like what I said in the in the recent talk, your survival habit had become a bad habit. Mm-hmm. You were so tight with so used to being tight with money and that's something paying somebody to do that was not affordable for you at one point. Right. That now your survival habit is first option always is if I can do it myself, try and do it myself right. before I come out of cash, before I let go mm-hmm. of these hard resources that I work to earn. Mm-hmm. Right. So there was a point where that might not have been affordable for you. Right. But now that it is, it still takes a conscious thought to say. It really does. Stop. Well, not anymore, but it did. Like, why are you trying? Girl, why are you trying to build yeah. a website? Just pay somebody. Right. We'll build websites. Like, why are you all <laughs> on YouTube trying to figure out how to be plant-based from 100 different people? Just go and roll in front of the table. That's it. That's it. I don't get like, it. Like, sometimes I need you to just, like, I know we say get in the driver's seat. But sometimes, you know what I mean, you don't start in the driver's seat. Yeah. Like, you know, just like driver's training. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You watch them first. You learn from them. And, and then... You kind of graduate to knowing mm-hmm. how to do it yourself. Then you know how to navigate and turn that wheel. But mm. it don't start that way. No, no. That's great analogy. Listen, you two for two, my baby. Yeah, like <laughs> it's, it's so, so important. That was a, a perfect analogy. But I think the issue is when we say get in the driver's seat, people, they skip the passenger seat. Like they're, we're just saying get out of the back seat. Right. Stop letting somebody, like you blind. You can't yeah. even see what's coming. Right. You can't see where y'all going. Yeah. Right. But sometimes. Wherever you, life takes me, it just takes me. Yeah. And when we have figured out when we get there. And, um, but the point is to be a co-pilot. Like you, mm-hmm. you don't have to be the only driver mm-hmm. in a car, but you do, you do, good. come on now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're breathing into your girl. So, but you do have to. Know what type of vehicle we in. You do have to know whether it's gas fuel or electric fuel. You do got to know what a gas pedal is versus the brake pedal. You do right. got to know what an emergency brake is, just in mm-hmm. case they take you down a road you don't want to go that far. You know what I mean? So you do have to know how to work the vehicle, but you ain't got to be the only one driving it. Mm-mm-mm. Bring it home, sis. I feel like I'm in church. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh, no, you uh-huh. did that. Come on now. So, like, but that's that's what's important, and that this DIY, like, it's just 
so many people, um, when I, you know, interview certain people for farm to table and stuff, they're just like to hear how many people have tried this. I've been trying to get healthy. I've been literally trying to lose this weight for 15, 20 years. I, I've been trying to get my blood pressure down. I've been trying, but, but so it's been so many years of DIY, DIY, and they're finally like throwing in a towel, like forget it. Yeah. And I think the biggest misconception about getting healthy and stuff like that is people don't realize that it's a formula. It's not just knowledge. Big facts. It's Big a facts. formula. It Big is facts. a method. Yeah. And it, it is an environment. Like, you really got to understand the formula. Like, it ain't just, okay, I'm going to stop eating sweets. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's things you got to do first. That legit be somebody's whole plan. That's so funny <laughs> hearing you say that out loud. That legit be somebody's whole yeah. plan. Like, how many times have we heard somebody say, Jay? All I got to do is give up these chips or this fried food. Like, if I just do that, I'll be good. Like, why would I need a whole health coach? I know or, what my problem is. Or how about this? I don't even understand. Like, I don't even eat sweets. I don't, but you do. But I don't eat that much. Yeah, but you do. I don't drink that much pop. But you do. Like, so, to be taught the formula, the formula, because there's steps. When I say formula, there's steps before we can even discuss you talking about sweets and all I need to do is stop eating the chips. Yeah. Like there's things we need to discuss. There's mindset. There's there's habits. There's things that you don't even understand that you have to uh, alleviate, you know, and remove from your life. Like, Facts. you know, abstaining from certain things. But you may not know that until yeah. you know and get into I'm stable. Yeah, that's I mean, all really, it is. Because there's not a lot of different programs out here that that understand, you know, the black community. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. When it comes to truly getting us healthy, I mean, you can join, you know, Jenny Craig. You can. Is that still out here? I don't know. I you don't can know. join, you know, but that is not necessarily going to understand our plight. Yeah. Mixed with our needs. Absolutely. You know what I mean, like, absolutely. You, yeah, you do have to be careful to make sure you select um an ecosystem that was designed for you mm -hmm. and i think that's really important as well you know making sure you're in the right place with the right people i think that's why you know inside of my plant-based certification of other 23 you know it's all right now all women of color you know and we're all striving they all they all have different dedicated lanes but they're all working we're all working toward the same goal and mm -hmm. there's there's a synergy in the group because they feel like this certification was designed for me you know mm -hmm. we just enrolled a new student and she's like this feels right like i just was she's like i'm just finishing up a, another certificate in nutrition that didn't give me what i needed from mm -hmm. an ecosystem standpoint and, and even from a intellectual standpoint the knowledge she was learning she's like this is what i need to serve the people i want to serve mm -hmm. and so i think that's a great point too like you also have to do your due diligence and make sure mm -hmm. that the formula that someone might be preparing to teach you you know has to also be embodied in the right ecosystem as well um to, so that it hit right yeah you know because I mean? that's just like when you see those adopted kids and uh, you know the black children they're in a white household and they're trying to do their hair like that was the right formula for a white child this needs to be you you got to learn a different formula for this child yeah. everything is not for everybody even though it worked for you yeah you know what i mean you yeah. have to be understood and representation it definitely matters you know what i mean like one last thing like when we did the podcast about um infertility one of the things that the woman was saying was 
they were discouraged by going to, you know, the fertility specialist because of the, you know, the, the, the women on the wall. Like, it's white women. Like, y'all haven't researched us. Y'all haven't thought about us. Yep. Y'all don't. This is not for us. Yep. So, you know what I mean? You need to go somewhere that considers you. Yeah, that because that reminds me of uh, what I just told you, what I sent you that um, picture of the... I'm not going to say his name because I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't want to ruin it. But he's a black gentleman. He's a medical illustrator. And he now draws black fetuses. He's, you know how we oh, didn't yeah. even consider yeah. Yeah. historically looking at medical illustrations where they were always white. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're looking at the anatomy of the body in a science book or something, it was always white. That was that picture you sent. Yeah. So it was just literally on... Um, uh, a CNN article that his his medical illustrations of black people are now going to be in a published book like his Man. oh my god yo obedience is so crazy I was just thinking that when I was reading because I remember I was sitting in the airport lounge when I first came across the article and I was like dang like as much as we noticed like watching tv shows looking at ads this still had got past me this is still something I'm talking about I've been pregnant twice <laughs> and both times read the whole mother to be and all that different stuff looking at all the little never even thought never even realized that there was no representation of the baby that was in my body in this book Didn't and even. this brilliant gentleman it, it's been like semi-viral it does medical illustrations of a black people, black bodies. So when we're learning the science, if a woman, you know, wants to go into her doctor because she's pregnant, can now see illustrations of black babies, black bodies. And, you know, he's like just blowing up. And I and I'm just I've never wanted to cry so much at thinking about as much as I catch, how much do I miss? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. So we, we just, that representation matters and it's just, it just, uh, cheers to him and his obedience, you know? And so if we're all just obedient and let, uh, and, and constantly being led by, you know, what that divine download tells us to do, what our gifts are, what our talents are, moving in the direction of what have our life experiences uh, shown us that is now pushing us toward a certain direction that we're supposed to be in. The reason you're outgrowing where you are is because of your disobedience. It's not because of anything anybody did wrong. You got the divine download long time ago to pivot and you just been disobedient. And so it's that disobedience that keeps you where you are. And so just applauding people who are being obedient and changing you know, the point of view and the perspective for how the rest of us live is just so important. And so with that being said, if you need a new perspective, if you need um, a different point of view, if you feel like you need to be in an ecosystem with people who understand you and you're tired to stop DIYing your health, then you need to be inside of the Black Health Academy. Listen, go visit www.theblackhealthacademy.com. Enroll at no cost to you. Come join us at one of our first Saturday classes. Uh, every first Saturday of the month, we're coming on. I'm teaching a new segment in nutrition and or interviewing someone. Um, this January of 2022, I interviewed my own personal uh, plant-based MD. And then February of 2022, I'll actually be sitting down with Damara Gar Gardner, founder of Beautiful Black Woman, 
um, and we're going to be dealing, really digging into the psyche of um, people of color and understanding um, manifestation better, understanding joy better, understanding the power that we have um, within our own hands to make better decisions from a mindfulness standpoint. So excited about some great content we have coming up for you guys inside of the Academy at no cost to you. Um, not financially, at least, but you do have to invest your time and your attention. So visit the blackhealthacademy.com to enroll and be a part of that experience. And when you're ready, check out Farm to Table, our plant-based coaching program um, designed for you to get in the ecosystem to help you adopt a whole food plant-based lifestyle so that you can once and for all eradicate chronic health challenges uh, that should have long, long overstayed their welcome. So that's the blackhealthacademy.com. And if you're ready, if you're a healthcare provider or someone who needs to master nutrition in order to improve the health outcomes of the people you serve, then you want to check out the other 23. This is our plant-based coaching and coaching certification. It's a year-long program where um, I help walk you through the process of not only mastering plant-based nutrition science, but also mastering how to become a coach. So listen, we got options. We got choices. Wherever you are on your journey, um, get in here and get to work. And until next time, be well. Be well. Wow. Wow. You suck. <laughs>